It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023. Boy, we're really gunning it, aren't we, through 2023? Of course, we are available on iHeartRadio every morning, also Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, the weekend has arrived, which is nice. It's another Saturday morning. It is the 20th day of May. No doubt another busy weekend of real estate around the country. Good luck if you are having a look at any forms of property, whether you're buying, transacting, whether you're selling, whatever the case may be. And Anthony Landau, the Managing Director of Equilibria Finance, is back with us this morning. And good morning to you, Anthony. It has been a another busy week as we start to wind down the month of May. Now, you're a small business owner, but you're very much into surfing. You're a bit of a surf head. So where's your favourite surfing spot? Yeah, g'day, Craig. Nice to be here, mate. Yeah, you're right. As a small business owner, it's you need something to uh, get away from it all. So I enjoy. I took up surfing late in life. I like a couple of spots up the north coast from Sydney, about two or three hours north. Uh, one Mile Beach is one that springs to mind. When you're getting a little bit older and you started surfing a little bit later in life, mate, it's got some nice rolling waves that come in. <laughs> yeah, I just stay out of the water, you know, like it's uh, the domain of sharks. It's just uh, no way will you get me into the water. Have you had any encounters? Uh, you do see the odd shark from time to time, particularly up that area, actually. You, you're best not to think about it, I reckon. All right, ignorance is bliss, perhaps. We'll come back to Anthony in just a moment and talk all things real estate. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. Well, premium regional areas that saw a surge in demand during the pandemic are now experiencing a downturn. That's according to CoreLogic's regional market update from a few days ago. Only seven out of the 25 largest non-capital city regions saw an increase in house values in the year to April. And the southeast region in South Australia still remains the top performer with a 10.8% growth, while New South Wales lifestyle markets like Richmond, Tweed, Southern Highlands and Shoalhaven and Illawarra recorded significant declines in house values. Probably not that surprising given the gains that they certainly made during the start of the pandemic. And as mentioned, today is May the 20th. Uh, I see that today Cher is celebrating your birthday. So if you're on the birthday calls today for May the 20th, you are sharing it with the American singer. She is turning today 76 years old. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's check out the weather on our Saturday morning. And first we go to Sydney, expecting fine conditions today with a high of 19 degrees. Melbourne expects some showers with 14. Sunny conditions in Brisbane with your high of 22. And in Perth, well, expect some early morning smoke and then sunny skies and expecting your 
top of 23 degrees today. Every morning from 6am across Australia, we deliver you the latest property news, commentary and predictions from Perth to Cairns and from Melbourne to Brisbane, seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Podcast. And of course, Anthony Landell, mortgage broker and the managing director from Equilibria Finance is here. And Anthony, to what extent have the rising rates affected home buyers aiming to enter the property market, do you think? Yeah, really good question because the impact has been quite stark. Over the last 12 months, we're tending to find people's borrowing capacity might be down between 30 to 40%. So if you came to us 12 months ago before these rate rises, we might have been looking, for example, at a little loan of $1.3 to $1.4 million. We might now be discussing a loan of about a million dollars with you. So that's about a three or $400,000 impact or capacity hit to someone looking to get into the market. The conditions have certainly changed. So what are the factors making an investment property purchase an attractive alternative right at the moment? Yeah, one of the biggest things with that is that what we're seeing is people's capacity has been affected maybe by 30 or 40%. The housing market has not dropped by that much. We might have seen nationally a drop of around 10%. So what we're seeing is the housing market's remaining resilient. So property prices have not fallen as much as people's capacity. People are starting to rethink, hey, I can't actually afford to buy a house where I want to live. So the emotional element of purchasing a home is being impacted. So they're either looking at, do I go to another area or do I get a foothold in the market as an investor and start a wealth creation strategy just to give me an opportunity to get into the market? So for some, it can be more affordable to rent where they want to live rather than buy where they want to live and start looking at maybe an investment property is the way into the market for me. Yeah, I think there's so many people that are doing exactly what you're saying this morning. And it was just yesterday we were talking about the whole rent vesting thing. So we need to just sort of drill down on that from a mortgage advisor's point of view. So what are the advantages of rent vesting from your view? Yeah, from our view and from what we're seeing with clients, it, it, it opens up the market and it opens up the opportunity for people to get into the property market. If affordability is an, is an issue in the area where you want to buy, then affordability might uh, not be such an issue when you're looking at rent vesting or getting into the property market. And the benefit of getting into the property market sooner is, one, you're in the market, and two, you're starting to look at a wealth creation strategy as an investor. Something to be mindful of that we're talking to our clients about is, look, if you ultimately want to enter the market as an owner-occupier, you've got to just take some of the financial considerations into account as well, like rebuilding a deposit, where you want to live and the affordability down the track. So there's other considerations, but what the rent vesting does is enable you to get into the property market sooner, start building a wealth creation strategy as an investor, that potentially you can also then leverage into buying an owner-occupier property down the track. And in terms of the conditions, the market conditions, no doubt you've got clients that were probably very resistant to the whole idea of rent vesting. Then we've had what's happened in the market over the last 12 months with the, the rate hikes. The question here is, have you seen some of your own clientele change their point of view as a result of, hey, markets have changed so much, now rent vesting is actually looking like a pretty good option for me? 
Yeah, we're, we're having discussions with clients, with their financial advisors around some of the benefits of of that, some of the financial benefits in terms of um, the leverage that can be created, uh, the wealth creation strategy that can be created, and also some of the lifestyle benefits. It might enable them to keep living in the area they like, the community they enjoy living, whilst also getting the financial benefit of buying a property and leveraging into the market. There's obviously other considerations around capital gains tax. You may not be able to, you won't be able to leverage some of the government assistance as a first home buyer, but if it's a three or four year or five year journey to get into a home in the area you want to live, then this idea of buying an investment of rent vesting is becoming more attractive as an affordable and financially strategic option for people. Mm, yeah, and that's really the the point there is it's very strategic. That's exactly what people sort of have from the, the get-go is, okay, let's just change the focus here and look at the strategy of rent vesting to get into the market. Okay, so that sort of answers that around rent vesting. The actual investment property purchases themselves, people always ask what makes a great investment property purchase? And I suppose even more so, where is the good investment property purchases in 2023? Yeah, what's important with these conversations is if people are going from looking at buying a home to live in, which is a very much an emotional decision around where you live, where you want to bring up your family, the community you want to live in, to an investment. It's a shift in mindset. An investment has to be looked at as an income generating asset, whether it's through the yield that it produces, which is the ongoing rent, and the capital growth over time. So you might buy a good investment in Adelaide, Perth, Brisbane, Sydney. It might be out of your region because it's an investment. So some of the things to look at is is the rental yield, public transport, amenities, employment hub. What's the history of that area in terms of vacancy rates? Uh, What's the history of that area in terms of capital growth? So it's a real shift in mindset around what makes a good investment as distinct from, hey, where do I want to live? And for some people, that's a real shift in mindset, a real shift in, okay, I'm looking at an investment now as part of a wealth accumulation strategy rather than where I want to live. That's the main sort of guidance we're giving people uh, at the moment, Craig. What are the good areas? Well, if I knew that, I probably would have bought in them, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, mate. But I guess what people are looking for is the fundamentals of, of a good property. They might be looking at a market that has had a little bit of a, a drop-off that's going to come back and they're trying to capture the growth. What's really important with an investment is you may not always be looking for a good bargain. What you're looking for is an area that's got the core fundamentals that long-term make a good investment property purchase. Then you're trying to capture that area or that particular market when it might have lagged off a little bit, it might have come off a bit, and then you pick up the growth over the next two, three, four years. And there are some suburbs like that. There are some regions like that. People talk around what's happening in Adelaide. People talk around some of the other other regions where there might be some opportunities in the years ahead. Yeah, and just like rent vesting in terms of people sort of changing their opinion, borderless investors, no doubt you have been dealing with people who just don't want to sort of go into other states. They prefer to buy their investment properties in the same city that they are living in. Have you found that that's sort of been similar to rent vesting where people have changed their view? 
a lot of first-time investors want to buy an investment property near where they live so they can keep an eye on it. People who've bought an investment property coming back for the second, third or fourth are very much, as you're saying, they're a borderless investor. They're going, I just want to get the right investment property that's going to give me good, strong rental yield, that's going to give me capital growth over time. So as we sort of discussed a little bit earlier, part of our conversation is that shift in mindset around what makes a good investment as distinct from where you want to live. And where you want to live may not particularly be a good area for for an investment. They, they may not have the same criteria. But yeah, there are some people who like to buy in a certain region who like to keep it fairly close to home. You're still going to find opportunities there. But if you broaden your scope to that borderless investor concept, then at least you're going to be comparing a wider market in more depth around where's the right place, where are the right opportunities right now as an investor. We got investors who've bought in Geelong, Perth, Adelaide, Brisbane, Townsville, Darwin, Sydney, Central Coast, because they're really just focusing on what are the fundamentals of a good investment property purchase. All right. Well, we'll leave it there, Anthony. Enjoy your Saturday morning. Enjoy taking the board out for a paddle. Watch out for the sharks. Enjoy your weekend and catch you back soon. I'm off to the beach and all things being equal, I'll see you soon. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 